Hello, hello, and welcome to episode three of the Threadwork podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I am Ross Kale, and I'm back in the lounge recording this intro. Uh, Once again, I've been defeated in my attempts to sit outside in nature and record it because it's too cold. Um, So I've had to wait once more for the optimum moment where it's all dark outside and the vibe is just about right to record this intro. And so that's what I'm doing. This episode has the slightly less uh, brief title of uh, Songs for or About People, as opposed to, say, the previous themes, which have been colours or animals so far. This one's more about specific pieces of music that were written for uh, other people or were inspired by the stories of other people. The music I already knew and already loved, but actually researching the records for those that I was less familiar with has been quite illuminating, and so that's uh, that's been a hell of a lot of fun uh, to pull together. Um, I'm really conscious that the last intro I recorded was way too long and a bit waffly, and so I'm going to try and keep this brief. Um, but one thing that did occur to me is that the whole concept behind the podcast is to explore the threads between the music that I enjoy. And I realized that I haven't actually done that in any kind of overt manner so far. So I wrote a list of all of the kind of common threads or elements that make their way into or what I believe make their way into all of the music that I kind of like. And I'll and I'll read one out now and just uh, explore it very, very briefly. And the most obvious one to me is bass. Um, And I'm not really you know the 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 bass thing for me is just never present it's the first thing really that my ears kind of go to um, when I listen to a new piece of music it's not a defining part in so much as oh if the bass is no good I'm not interested it's more just it's kind of where I default to straight away and whether that speaks to it being a sort of uh, foundation part of uh, many pieces of music I don't really know I haven't really been able to work that out but from probably about my early teens uh, I've always been really fascinated by the bass lines in music and I can specifically remember the record that inspired me to buy a bass guitar and you don't need to worry about it because I was rubbish and I gave it up very shortly afterwards but it was Massive Attack's Better Things which featured Tracy Thorne on vocals and it had a really beautiful kind of dub reggae bass line and it's a wonderful record, but that, that was the kind of the tipping point for me that really put into very sharp focus just how much I loved bass in music. So there we go. That's uh, a first sort of overt uh, nod towards the thread element of thread work. Okay, right, I'm going to wrap this up uh, pretty quickly. So one thing you may or may not be aware of is that in the episode notes, um, if you're listening to this on on a mobile device or anything along those lines, in the episode notes are links to where you can buy the records that are played uh, on the show. And so I try and do my best to kind of link to artists or labels Bandcamp pages so there's more chance of any monies going directly to them. Um, or, or alternatively, some maybe independent uh, websites that could uh, could do with your uh, hard-earned coin if you indeed wish to purchase any of the music that's played, if you're inspired to do so. We all know about Amazon and iTunes and all of those kind of places, but if we can directly uh, benefit the artists that make this music, then that works for me. So uh, I'll leave that up to you. Um, if you feel like you want to, then please do the rates and reviews things on iTunes. And also, if you want to kind of get in contact uh, via Twitter, I've I've moved into the world of Twitter and I still don't really know what I'm doing, but it's quite fun. And uh, my Twitter handle is at Ross Kale. And so for all things kind of thread work on there, uh, then uh, get in contact. Okay, cool. Right. I'm going to wrap this up now and I hope you enjoy episode three of thread work. Take it easy. Cheers. Somehow, somewhere 
Okay, let's recap what we've just heard over the last quarter of an hour or so. Uh, first up was Gil Scott Heron's Ode to two hugely influential uh, musicians, and that's on the track uh, Lady Day and John Coltrane, Lady Day being Billie Holiday, and that was taken from the 1971 album Pieces of a Man. After that was Hendrix with Co by Manitoba, that's from 2003. Manitoba is also known as Dan Snaith, who now records under the name Caribou after being threatened with a lawsuit for using the name Manitoba. And so eventually he acquiesced and uh, changed his name to Caribou. Also records under the name of Daphne as well, an extremely talented gentleman. Following that was Kendrick by Anushka. That's from 2015 on the Brownswick Recordings label. Uh, Anushka are a London-based duo, and uh, I have to give all of the props to a good friend of mine, Nathan, who turned me onto that record, and I deeply, deeply love that record. It's just, it's just amazing from start to finish. And what you can hear at the moment is Luke Solomon and John Marsh's Lonely Dancer, which is about uh, a sadly lost um, friend of Luke Solomon and incredibly influential Deep House DJ called Kenny Hawks. That was released in 2012 on Classic. And if you head to Luke Solomon's uh, Bandcamp page, you'll see a write-up on that record which explains the history behind it and how it started off as a record written about something completely different but was reappropriated following uh, Kenny Hawkes' death and uh, given a, a completely different spin. It's quite a moving read, although it's only a couple of paragraphs. It's well worth looking into. To, to be judged, that to be reviewed as a teenager. I, I remember one casting director who later became a producer. Um, I was in the middle of doing a reading for her and she stopped me and she said, listen, you are not pretty enough to be an actress. You have to find something else that you want to do.
real question. I knew I was through. Martha, Martha was gone. 
What you can hear at the moment is the Peerless Namer by John Coltrane, taken from Giant Steps album from 1960. And Namer was the name of his wife, and this was written for her. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful piece of music. Ahead of that was Bardot by Marden Hill from 1993, but I got to know this on the reissue in 1996 on the Afro Art label. Afro Art was a label run by Ashley Beadle. And uh, I came to know this record originally from an Express 2 uh, mix comp, which I think I've referenced in a previous episode. But Ashley Beadle is part of Express 2, so it all kind of links together quite neatly. Uh, ahead of that was Portrait of Tracy, named after wife of the artist it's Jaco Pastorius who again I've spoken about on a previous episode and that's taken from the self-titled album uh, from 1976 and there's a nice kind of link here because the track before that was by Prince called The Ballad of Dorothy Parker and whilst the record itself isn't actually named after the author or isn't about the author Dorothy Parker there is a part in that record that references Joni Mitchell Jacko Pastorius played with Joni Mitchell. She was a huge influence on Prince, so there's a whole kind of link there. And kicking off that section of records was a track by DJ Boring called Winona, taken from 2016. That was a record that was widely lauded in the lo-fi house scene and features an interview with Winona Ryder talking about how difficult it was for her to make it within her chosen career. Sing the song of love 
table. I take her, I take her, was a boozy beggar, if you think you under the table. David Hume can have consumed Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel, and Wittgenstein was a beery swine, was just a schlosh to schlegel. There's nothing Nietzsche couldn't teach about the raising of the wrist. Socrates himself was permanently pissed. John Stuart built on his own free will, on half one shanty was particularly ill. Later they say he could stick it away. Half a of whiskey every day. Aristotle, Aristotle was a bugger for the bottle. Hobbes was fond of his tram. And Rennie Descartes was a drunken fart. I drink, therefore I am. Yes, Socrates himself is particularly missed. A lovely little thing about a bugger when he's pissed.
playing away right now is Me and Giuliani Down by the Schoolyard by Chuck Chuck Chuck. And this came out on Warp Recordings in the UK in 2003, ahead of the Loud Up Now album, which came out uh, a year later. This was a, a track that rallied against the then mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani, who was accused by many of the artistic element of ruining New York's nightlife by introducing various legislations and rules that made it very difficult for people to throw parties and to enjoy the club life that New York was very famous for. I'm not entirely sure the city's ever truly recovered according to accounts that, uh, that I've heard. I've never sadly been able to make it to the city to find out myself. Before that we had The Philosopher's Song by Monty Python and I make no apologies about this. Monty Python were a huge influence on me growing up. That was taken from the 1973 album Matching Tie and Handkerchief, which my dad had a copy of and I used to listen to over and over and over again. So I knew all of the philosophers' names in that record way before I even knew what philosophy was. Ahead of that was Jeremy by Pearl Jam, and that came out in 1991 on the 10 album, their debut album. The track itself actually has quite a sad uh, story behind it. It's, it's about uh, a kid called Jeremy who took his own life in Texas, went into school one day, uh, went out, got a gun, and then shot himself in front of his classmates. And that happened earlier on in the year, 1991. So only a handful of months later, Eddie Vedder had written a song about it, and Jeff Arment, the bassist, had provided the music. But yeah, there's, uh, there's quite a, a sad tale behind that. And the first record we heard in that batch was Julia by The Beatles, taken from the 1968 White Album. For all intents and purposes, really, that's a John Lennon solo record. None of the other Beatles feature on it, and it was written for and named after his mother. Uh, but also, according to reports, it's partially about Yoko Ono as well. It's a really beautiful record. It was only cut a handful of weeks before the White Album went to press, so it was quite a late addition to the album itself. And that's about it for this episode of the Threadwork Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I am Ross Kale, and I'll see you next time. Huge thanks, as always, to producer Bod for production support. And we're going to leave you with Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd, which is a love letter to uh, Sid Barrett, former member of the band, founding member of the band. And I hope you enjoy. All right, cheers. Leave.
wish you were here.